Hi, this is Steve Durr. Today we're going to read from Exodus chapter 11, but before we get into that, let's just be reminded of where we're at in this story. The people of Egypt have just experienced the ninth plague, intense darkness, and Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, is now open to letting the people go. However, he's demanding that they keep their wealth in livestock behind. And Moses says, no, we go and our wealth go with us. Pharaoh becomes angry and he says, if you ever show your face in front of me again, I'll kill you. But before Moses leaves, God has one final message to deliver to Pharaoh. The final plague is coming. Let's read about it in Exodus chapter 11. Then the Lord said to Moses, I will strike Pharaoh in the land of Egypt with one more blow. After that, Pharaoh will let you leave this country. In fact, he will be so eager to get rid of you that he will force you all to leave. Tell all the Israelite men and women to ask their Egyptian neighbors for articles of silver and gold. Now, the Lord had caused the Egyptians to look favorably on the people of Israel. And Moses was considered a very great man in the land of Egypt, respected by Pharaoh's officials and the Egyptian people alike. Moses had announced to Pharaoh, this is what the Lord says, at midnight tonight, I will pass through the heart of Egypt. All the firstborn sons will die in every family in Egypt, from the oldest son of Pharaoh who sits on his throne to the oldest son of his lowliest servant girl who grinds the flour. Even the firstborn of all the livestock will die. Then a loud wail will rise through the land of Egypt, a wail like no one has heard before or will ever hear again. But among the Israelites, it will be so peaceful that not even a dog will bark. Then you will know that the Lord makes a distinction between the Egyptians and the Israelites. All the officials of Egypt will run to me and fall to the ground before me. Please leave, they will beg. Hurry and take all your followers with you. Only then will I go. And then burning with anger, Moses left Pharaoh. Now the Lord had told Moses earlier, Pharaoh will not listen to you, but then I will do even more mighty miracles in the land of Egypt. Moses and Aaron performed these miracles in Pharaoh's presence, but the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart and he wouldn't let the Israelites leave the country. There are some parts of the story of Exodus that I am troubled by, and this is one of those parts. God is going to force Pharaoh to push the people of Israel out of his land, and they will take the wealth of their Egyptian neighbors with them. And how is God going to accomplish this? He's going to kill the firstborn sons of all people, regardless of class or position. And on top of that, God will take the firstborn of their livestock as well. Why is Pharaoh so stubborn? Why hasn't he wised up and recognized that he's a defeated man? At first, it was his own stubbornness and ruthlessness that prevented him from yielding to God. But now, we see that God is pouring gas on the fire of his stubbornness and pride. God is the one now hardening Pharaoh's heart and creating this ultimate showdown. Why? As a punishment for Pharaoh's oppressions? as a way to show everyone that he has power over the gods of Egypt, as a way to show that God is more powerful than the greatest human king at that time? 
You know, there's a number of things that mess with my modern sensibilities as I read this ancient story of ancient people. And I think that's just a good thing to be reminded of. First of all, I don't like that God is promising to personally enter Egypt and kill all firstborn sons. It might be because I am a firstborn son. <laughs> so it hits a little close to home. But also because it offends my sense of right and wrong. This isn't the God that I imagine when I think of God. Now, I do understand that God is love, but also he's very much a judge. Pharaoh is awful, and he's opposed God. He's even put to death the boys of Israel, God's people. Pharaoh, in other words, has put to death God's boys. This feels a bit like Pharaoh is getting back what he gave out. Unfortunately, I don't have an easy explanation for all of this that relieves the tension for me. But I also don't want to just chalk all this up to mystery and above my pay grade, although that's where I find myself most often. Yes, God is judging Pharaoh and other Egyptians for the oppression of his people. Yes, God is revealing his power over the so-called gods of Egypt. Yes, God is revealing his power to the world that his people are about to enter. Yes, God's ways are higher than our ways, and he is God and we are not. But even though I can consider reasons for God to do such a radical and personal act of killing the firstborn, this is something we have to wrestle with. And we'll be talking about these kind of issues as we move forward. But today, I want to focus on the thing that caught my attention from this passage as we kind of live in this moment of tension. After Moses finished explaining that God was sending a final plague against the firstborn and that Israel will be released, in verse 8 it says, Then burning with anger, Moses left Pharaoh. Moses left Pharaoh's presence fuming, hot. I'm not sure why this grabbed my attention. Maybe because I don't remember seeing it before. Was Moses seething with anger because Pharaoh had just threatened to kill him? Possibly. But I also wonder if Moses was furious that it's come to this. Earlier in the chapter, it appears that the people of Egypt did not agree with Pharaoh, their leader. Moses and the people were respected among the Egyptians. Even those closest to Pharaoh seemed to respect Moses. But Pharaoh was stubborn, proud, and brutal. His showdown with the God of Israel was costing everyone heartache and pain, while his pride drove his people further and further into destruction. He had a chance early on to let them go, but now it's come to this horrific plague. Now that's how I imagine what was maybe going on in Moses' mind as he left Pharaoh hot with anger knowing what was to come. Pharaoh has lost, and he just can't see it. As I read this story about Pharaoh not being on the same page as his own people, but stubbornly pursuing his own agenda, I, put, you know, I found myself asking, am I ever like Pharaoh? I like to put myself in the story as the hero, <laughs> 
But in this story, I, I wonder, am I ever like Pharaoh? Have I stubbornly pushed forward on something when everyone else around me is seeking to give me wisdom, warning me, or trying to speak truth to me? Is my need to keep my tender ego propped up more important than doing the wise thing, even if it shows I'm wrong? Have my actions caused pain to other people around me because I was unwilling to stop, I was unwilling to listen, I was unwilling to seek wisdom? How about you today? You know, I think that pride is the drive behind most of the situations in which we press on stubbornly with our hands over our ears. And sometimes, though, I think we use the excuse, you know, the heart wants what the heart wants. You know what I mean? Um, I'm just following my heart. Often that leads to destruction. Here is a helpful proverb from the Bible if we're resisting wisdom from other people. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 22 says that plans go wrong for lack of advice. Many advisors bring success. And so who in your life is a trusted, truth-telling person who cares for you? Does that person or do those people have access to your life so that they might help you see the blind spots and choose wisdom? I'm thankful for a few people in my life that I know care for me deeply and they're willing to put a mirror in front of me and encourage me to choose love, to choose wisdom, and to choose God's way instead of my own. Even when everything inside me wants to go my own way. Maybe today... You could think of someone in your life that you could give permission to to help you choose wisdom over pride. Maybe today is a day to recognize that there is an ego or stubbornness issue that is making things miserable for you or those around you. What's the wise thing to do? And so the question is, how is God speaking to you today? And will you and I have ears to hear and obey. Let's pray. God, reveal to us where pride is leading us astray. Reveal to us people in our lives who might care for us enough to encourage us and to help us choose wisdom and, uh, and speak the truth to us, Lord. We pray for people to be on the journey with us so that we might follow your path to life. Today, God, we pray for wisdom. We need it. And we choose humility. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a great day.